Anyway, Gobber has bulging muscles. <laughs> Discuss. <laughs> Hey everybody, welcome to Dragon Academy Dropouts, your weekly dive into the DreamWorks Dragons universe. And we are so excited to be back this week with a long and frequently requested topic. We are, yes, talking about book one this week, the origin, if you will, of the franchise. And we're all here to talk about it. Caitlin, Brooke, Max, and myself, Sarah. Hey guys. Hey. Hi. So you guys read something this week. Good job. Yay, I read a book. Yay for reading. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. When I was a kid, like, I read multiple books a week. And it was just kind of, it was just how it was. I read a ton. I always had a book in hand. But now oh, that yeah. I'm an adult and I have a real job, I don't know. I just don't make time to read as much anymore. So it was kind of nice. Yeah. I was that book kid. I tried to read while walking around. Like, yes. Total nerd. I wrecked so. my vision trying to read in the dark. I had bifocals by fifth grade because I read too much. So I feel yeah. I nerds guess here. I guess my job is reading, somewhat, but uh, it's all poorly written. So it's like uh, <laughs> this is. I mean, I'm suffering through it because I have academia to. For you. But uh, uh, yeah. So before we talk about the book. Um, we just wanted to make one announcement and Caitlin, I'm going to throw this over to you because you're the one who's being most affected by this. If you want to give the shout out, please. Yeah. So, uh, you might've seen in the news, especially if you're from America, that there are some pretty bad fires in California right now. Uh, there's a bad one up in the North where I am. And there's also a really bad one, uh, down in LA. And a lot of people are losing their homes in these fires. One of those people is Jared Butler, the voice of Stoic. Uh, so he's recently shared a link um, to a place where you can donate to the firefighting efforts. And so if you can spare a dollar, check out the link. I know a lot of people could really use some help right now. Thank you. And we know money's tight. There's definitely like regular people out there who need all the help, not just celebrities that you're going to see in the news. Um, so I know I'm definitely going to donate. And if you guys can, you know, spare a buck or two, that would be awesome. And if you can't, you know, spread the word and spread the link as well yeah i'm hearing lots media of stories pouring in of um people co-workers family members that have completely lost absolutely everything um these fires are no joke the one in the north is actually um currently it's tied as like the most destructive fire in recorded history i think so and it's still going on um, I'm about 100 miles away from it, and it's still uh, so smoky outside that schools are closing. It's so scary. And our thoughts are definitely with you guys and everybody out there. All right, how do we transition from the super serious to <laughs> Gobber's bulging Speaking muscles? Speaking of fire, about... <laughs> dragons. Oh my god, Max. <laughs> no. Um, how about this? Um, so on a, on a serious note, but... In a much more lighthearted way, if you are interested in book clubbing this with us in reading the book for yourself and then following along with our discussion, this is the part where you probably want to pause the episode um, and come back to it once you finish the book. And if you've already read the book, then um, we're excited to hear your thoughts about it as well. And I know many <laughs> of you guys have 
read the books way before we have because people have been requesting this literally since before we posted episode one. Mm-hmm. Back when we were like, hey, we're doing a podcast. People were like, hey, talk about the books. And that was like, like the first ask um, we got. <laughs> literally the first ask, yeah, which is cool because we finally got around to doing it. Sorry about the wait, but, <laughs> you know, scheduling. Well, I actually, we have been talking about this episode for a while, and I do have some evidence of that, because I found this book at a used bookstore. Um, I got a pretty good deal on it, and I have the receipt that I've been using as a bookmark. So I bought this book in January of this year. So almost an entire year has gone by. We've, we've been talking about this. It has been a work in progress. Definitely. So let's just jump into it. Where do you guys want to start? Because... There's some big differences between the book and the movie, and I don't want to spend all of our time just comparing it to the movie, because I think there's a lot to dig into here. But what stuck out to you guys the most going back and reading this? I think a good place to start is probably comparing it to the films, since the films are what we're most familiar with, seeing those you know many, many times. Um, so I, for me, the biggest difference between the films and the books was actually in the way that the Vikings interacted with the dragons. So obviously the plot of the movie, which we all know and love, is that they are mortal enemies locked in combat until Hiccup shows another way. Um, and so you kind of have this position where the Vikings and the dragons are enemies. And Except so- Hiccup is locked in mortal combat with Toothless. So it's like the <laughs> okay, reverse. Okay, Max. Thank you for yeah. your contribution. Yeah, there you go. But <laughs> So the Vikings are defending themselves from what they think is the dragons attacking them for no reason or just to steal their food. Um, and obviously we get that cleared up later on, but it's very much a relationship of I'm just trying to survive. But in the books, let me just tell you right here. And Sarah, you can you can uh, drag and roar this out if you need to, but... The Vikings are out to the dragons in the books. Just put it out there. They're very, very mean to I don't these know if poor I little dragons. I don't know you if can, I agree. You can state your opinion, but that's the thing that really stood out to me. I mean, I, they yell at them in the books, it. right? But like in the films, they kill them. So it's hard to, <laughs> it's hard to compare those two things. Yelling is bad. Killing is worse, though. But it's the intent behind it, I think, because... Yes, they were killing dragons in the movies, but it was out of self-defense. It wasn't out of, like, I just think that you're dumb and stupid and I want you to die. Whereas in the books, it's like, you're a stupid animal and I'm the boss of you and I'm going to yell at you and call you names so you'll do what I say. So it's just, I don't know. The movies, they are definitely not nice to the dragons, but in the books, they're just mean for the sake of being mean. Thank you, jerk faces. To be fair to the book people, though. I mean, they really didn't have much to go off of. They really just have one book <laughs> on how to train a dragon. With and, about um, one page. That's all they've got. That is true. So, but imagine you find a puppy and you don't have a whole lot of experience with, with dogs. You, you just have one page of somebody telling you that you should just yell at the puppy. Ooh, that's harsh. Right? That's kind yeah. of like... I don't know. But like, then you grew up in an environment where everyone was yelling at puppies and puppies, you know, they kind of just dealt with it. You know, it's not a good situation for anyone. But 
I can imagine if I grew up in an environment where everyone just yelled at puppies unquestionably, uh, maybe I would too. You would yell at a puppy? I might yell at a puppy. Max yells at puppies. You heard it here first. I mean, Um, in an alternate universe. (laughs) In the upside down, perhaps. Yeah. Um, but I mean, on the flip side of that, they don't do the same thing with other animals. We don't have, you know, a whole chapter of them just yelling at their sheep like over and over. You stupid sheep, eat your food. Just like yelling at them. Like, we don't have that. They yell at the dragons and that's their relationship with them. So do you think because this one author was a <laughs> and wrote that page where it's like, you need to yell at them. That's why this entire society is like this. Because, Just because if we're somebody going off of... writes an article that says vaccines cause autism doesn't make it true. Good example. <laughs> <laughs> Inappropriate example for the episode, maybe. <laughs> but decent example with real life context, sure. <laughs> no, that's true, though. It's like one there's like one ideal that's set and then everybody just conforms to it and then it's just generations and generations of people putting these ideals on their kids even so, if it's no, proven to it. be wrong i mean yeah. it is actually that is a really good analogy hiccup basically is like vaccinate your children <laughs> and all the vikings are like but it causes autism <laughs> This took a turn. <laughs> it did. Okay, so between the book and the movies, we pretty much have Hiccup playing this similar role where he's looking at stuff around him and he's like, mm, I think we can go about this a different way. Which, you know, he keeps his endearing character. Toothless's personality, however, <laughs> I would not say it's similar. <laughs> well, he's... there's there's things about Hiccup in this one that are kind of well, I guess, yeah, I guess, I don't know. Like, I mean, in the movies, he's, but... yeah, he's different, but they've taken a lot of his core. Exactly. He's the core values are still there. Yeah. I'm, I'm worried. I'm worried this is going to turn into just bashing book toothless. So let's all go around and say one. Uh, oh, I love book toothless. But, like, one thing that's like, he's like, how is, how is book toothless like movie toothless go? He's a I'll... sassy actor. <laughs> I mean, yeah. movie toothless that? can't even hold a candle to the sassiness of book toothless. I have to say it. Book toothless is ruthless, and I love it. Yeah, no, that's what I was gonna say. He's uh, a little bit of a drama queen. He's willing to sacrifice himself for Hiccup. He is named by Snotlout, <laughs> and he handles it well. <laughs> he's got. I didn't think about that class. before until I went back through it yeah. this time, and I was like. Snotlout names him. Interesting. Um, no, but I don't want to spend the whole time <laughs> on Book Toothless because... Oh, no. I honestly... He's cool. I really liked Book Toothless. I don't think it would have translated well into Movie Toothless, so I'm glad that they're different. Yeah. I mean, it's true. Agreed. Like, if, if, it's a, if it's a book, just imagine if they didn't talk, right? You kind of... You do kind of need that a little bit, just a little bit. Yeah. It's it was hard. nice because you can't see the the subtleties of their facial expressions in the book. I mean, you could describe it, but eventually that becomes tedious, especially for a children's book. So having the dragons being able to talk, being able to express what they want, their you know goals, I think worked really well for the book, but it would have been 
it would have been odd in the movie, especially well, plus, with the choice. Sorry. Sorry, what? <laughs> no, I was going to say, yeah, it's like there's a whole section in the book, too, about how to speak Dragonese. And it's just, it's literally like Jar Jar Binks. That's what it sounds like. <laughs> so it would be yeah. like a full movie of dragons talking like Jar Jar Binks. And Except we all know how that went. Yeah, sometimes we'd be able to understand them because it would be from Hiccup's perspective and then yes. it would be in English randomly. What I love about Dragonese is that like it's totally obvious what the dragon is saying, but then everyone else is like, what did they say? Tell me, Hiccup. <laughs> and it's like, what? What? How? It's like, me, you want a foodie. <laughs> Hiccup, I what, did, what did the dragon say? <laughs> No, that Howdy was a bad example. Howdy there, but... toothless. <laughs> but yeah, like, could you they imagine that like in cowboys. the film? Yeah, I'm going to say my opinion. Good call by Dean and Chris Sanders by changing this aspect into the film. Because one of the things... How do I say this? Nia Krapa in a Dean <laughs> Well, it would be like the scene where Hiccup shoots toothless down and he'd go and save him and he'd be like you so shot me and yeah no it is very jar jar being yeah i don't know i feel like films are not a great medium for like animals. animals yeah like pikachu not... shouldn't talk hey you took my reference <laughs> you take that back <laughs> pikachu should talk okay not to throw shade Pikachu-y. at detective pikachu but we saw that trailer this week and I'm not gonna just lie. Im- just All imagine I can think of talking to with, this. With the Detective Pikachu trailer, all I can think of is the sheer amount of videos people are going to do where it's like Pikachu talking in Ryan Reynolds' voice, and then as soon as you can't see his mouth, then it's going <laughs> to oh be God. something from Deadpool really inappropriate. Yeah. And it's just going to blend seamlessly because it's the same actor. That's what yeah. threw me off because I watched that trailer without realizing that ryan reynolds was in it and then he talked and i was like what the heck and it just threw me off so much and i'm like oh my god that's ryan reynolds and he's pikachu and now that's all i can think about honestly i didn't even get that far i just got to the part where there's like the pikachu reveal and he started talking and i was like nah close tab done (laughs) i just watched deadpool 2 like the night before and then I saw the trailer and it was like I can't do this yeah so talking animals they're not everybody's thing I think the fact that we're able to pick up so much from like facial expressions and body language and all this stuff from both the dragons and the human characters in these movies is one thing that really like makes it very universal and something that people can connect to the second you have animals talking I feel like it's going to alienate audiences a little bit. There's okay, some people who just can't handle counterpoint that. Counterpoint to that. Considering the movie was done by DreamWorks, they've already kind of cornered the market with talking animals because Donkey and Shrek is perfect. So if they tried True. to do it again, you can only go down from Donkey, right? You can yeah. only get worse from there. <clears throat> yeah, and but this like, was good Shrek move. was like a satirical... That's a different vibe. yeah. Yeah, but wacky. I mean, still, you can't you can't outdo Donkey. So I'm glad that they didn't try. Okay, so if Eddie Murphy played Toothless, 
No, because he he can't top <laughs> Donkey. Like, you, he's not going to perform. That was the peak of his career, too. Donkey was it. Who all would be the voice of Toothless? Um, I would need to think about this. I just randomly thought of it I now, it to so be I like haven't given old it thought. Man. Patrick like I'm kind of thinking Patrick. That's who I was thinking too. Oh my god, Patrick Stewart. <laughs> Patrick Stewart, voice of Toothless. It's canon. <laughs> Hell yeah. Howdy doody. <laughs> I just want him to say that. You so shot me. <laughs> oh no, whoever played Jar Jar Binks, that's who should play. Oh my god. god. <laughs> Let's just That's not. how you get zero dollars when you make a movie. Okay, so Dean and Chris, they took out the talking dragons. I think we can all kind of give that a thumbs up. Unless yes. somebody here feels strongly that it would have improved the movie. Does anyone here think it would have improved the movie? I'll argue that. I mean, I don't know if I believe <laughs> I'm it. I'm sure you but would. I'll argue it. You don't believe it. You're not arguing it. Let's move on. Okay. I believe that I, if I am, I, I, I might argue it if I don't believe it. And that's perfectly fine. Okay, so Max could do this if he wanted to. We've made that point. This would be know. like I a whole other episode. I don't yeah. know if I could do it, honestly. Okay, Dragon Battle next season. Tune in. Um, Toothless, not only does he no longer talk... He was also, at one point, very small. The dragons are now dog-sized instead of dragon-sized, except for the gigantic ones. But they were, like, talking about how the dragons are the size of, like, Labrador retrievers. Mm-hmm. Not that I don't yeah. think my dogs would make great dragons, but well, very different. Well, your one dog basically is, like, movie toothless-sized, so... <laughs> yes, and I love him. And your other dog is, like, the Light Fury. They really are. She doesn't like human interaction. She's light. She's, She's perfect. perfect. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> We're all in agreement. Um, all right. Are you ready for a quiz? Book quiz number one. What what dog species is toothless compared to? Species. Breed. That's the one. Genre. Dog <laughs> genre. What dog? I, was, I don't know. What was the question? What genre of dog is toothless compared to in the books? Is it a cockapoo? Well, in the first book. No. Oh my god, I have a cockapoo. She is not like toothless, though. Oh. Um, I think it's stoic, I by the way, but I'm not remember. sure. A cocker spaniel? Nope. Poodle? No. A terrier. A miniature poodle. They're small. Yeah. Like a Jack Russell? Which terrier? Jack Russell terrier? No. Westminster Terrier. No, but getting close. <laughs> Damn it. I can't think of a white terrier. That's what it's called. It's called White Terrier, and it's got West in it. Wait, West. this is a real thing, right? I'm not making this up. What? What, what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, a, a West Highland West... Terrier. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, I can't believe oh, you don't know this dog. Oh, I'm sorry. I left my book full of dog breeds uh, in my other pants. I just sold my encyclopedia of dog breeds this summer. I'm so upset. I did have one at some point when I was a kid. Anyway, tiny dragons. Thoughts? They get to cuddle next to them in bed. There's a little, there's one of the cute little drawings. It shows Hiccup laying in bed sleeping. And then Toothless is right next to him under the blanket. It's all just like the movie trying to find the picture so if anybody is following along it is on page 80 and it's adorable 
It is adorable. They just throw them in baskets and haul them off cliffs. And then okay. sleep with them in their bed. How's this for a reason to increase the size of the dragons? If the point of your movie is that you're training your dragon to ride it, you probably don't want your dragon to be the size of a West Highland Terrier. <laughs> <laughs> well, wasn't that like one of the points of the book is because the bigger the dragon, it's like the bigger your status. Because yeah. Scotland wants the monstrous nightmare because that's like the chief dragon that is the high class status of dragons. And Hiccup gets a common one. Thus which... proving that bigger is not always better. <laughs> which is also technically kind of sort of the plot of um, the first movie, too. What? Who <laughs> is this big? Yeah, but Hiccup is small. <laughs> but he and is just as mighty as they the other Vikings. And actually, Toothless isn't that hard. big. I mean, he's not like freaking terrible terror sized, but he's no monstrous nightmare. Okay, what if Toothless were a terrible terror? Would you would you still be <laughs> oh here today? I honestly like the if movie Hiccup found a terrible terror and named it Toothless and tried to train it, it would be like ten times more of a comedy than it is, and it already is a pretty funny movie. Because I mean, it's pretty clear that uh, I mean, terrible terror is toothless right yes like book toothless like they probably had that design going from the old version of the film and then they moved to the new version and they're like oh i guess we can make this a dragon and then they did so you know that's toothless wait do terrible terrors have teeth In i don't the think movies? they do yeah but i mean i'm pretty sure they've bitten snot loud enough times and sustained injuries there i think that do- yeah they have teeth don't they they have to. Otherwise, <laughs> not is just even more of a wimp of than we thought. There's I don't think titan. they have teeth. I've never seen a terrible terror with a tooth. Can we tweet at Richard Hamilton about this? I, I think we should. As I mean, if we want answers, he worked directly alongside Dean. And if, okay. according to people, Dean is oh, the wait, ultimate... Look. No way. I know what you just saw. <laughs> and that's so wrong. That is so what? wrong. Is this from Dragonpedia, the, the image that you, I know you just saw one with teeth. I know you just saw one no, with teeth. No, no, you're, I think you're right. Look, I'll post it. I saw one with teeth and it's like, that's wrong. They don't look like that. That's a Photoshop. It's like a, like a duck. That looks weird. Oh my gosh. I'm shook. Uh, That wasn't what I was looking at. Do they there's really one just of one nom, shooting nom, fire nom. and there's no teeth. Look. So what exactly did Terrible Terrors do besides be pack mules for male? Yeah, that's the picture I was about to post. <laughs> I mean, I think... Okay, so my dog only has 13 teeth, but you still don't really want him to bite you. So they could pack a punch even without teeth, I guess. All right, so I guess I'm going to have to put some reference images underneath the episode on our website. Wait, yours doesn't have teeth, but mine does. Whose doesn't have teeth? The one you posted like doesn't have teeth but then mine has like serious tooth action wait no yours doesn't have teeth what are you talking about zoom in oh my gosh it does have teeth (laughs) it does not look like it has teeth from far away 
That's really, really weird. So but like, if you tiny. zoom into yours, they're like, like I think they're trying teeth. to do teeth in that one. But like, we all can we just? They don't have teeth. Well, mine is the same as yours. It's literally from the same. Yeah, but it doesn't thing, have teeth. It has no teeth. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna look at this picture bigger. I'm gonna zoom it in because I think there might be teeth there. Yeah, no, there are totally teeth there. It is little there tiny are no baby teeth. teeth. No, there are teeth. I'm looking at it right now on the original yeah, web page. I found yeah. it, and there's teeth. Yeah, but that's wrong. That's not right. They're like, it, it has very teeth. tiny. This is from schoolofdragons.com. So the most canon source that one could ever reference. We're all and about yours canon is a, here, literally obviously. a screenshot. So if you're listening you know. at home, no, right it's now, not. I'm sorry. That's a that's a Photoshop shot. That's a screenshot. That never happened in the right film. Now. Mine? No way. No, that I didn't... think it might be from the show, maybe? No. Do you see how detailed Toothless is? I mean, I mean, there are two mistakes there. One, not Toothless. Two. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> um, it's not from the show. Anyway. Okay. It's from so, Writers of Burke. No, it's not. Barely canon. That is. Prove it. We are getting Prove it. so it's off track. We're bringing it back in. Writers of Burke. <laughs> Okay, I'm gonna prove it. If this. it's not in the Legend of the Bone Apple Dragon, can we even trust it? No. Nah. That's the only thing that's canon. I'm gonna find proof. I feel like no my way. honor has been that put into set, question. That set was never in Riders of Burke. That dragon is way too detailed. That fire somebody, is super photoshopped. Somebody no, you on can't say that that's real. literally asked the question. They made a post. Now, now we're just reading DeviantArt journals. Um, they're posting asking if terrible terrors have teeth, and apparently it's a big debate. Okay, because I'm looking at a screenshot that comes from the same scene. Let me, f I'm going to figure this out. Don't you worry. Cancel the book episode. This is what we really need to talk <laughs> about right now. We have hit so the book was good, but <laughs> a controversy. Do terrible terrors have teeth? Okay, a but look at this. Unlike any other. This is a gift. And I think there's tiny teeth in there, except it posted it really smally. My shiny teeth in me, shiny, shiny, shiny teeth, teeth, teeth. <laughs> Max, do you even know the reference? Oh, of course I do. Who doesn't? I love how we all got that. Amazing. <laughs> Millennials. Don't all explain right. it to me later. <laughs> Don't. I definitely won't send you a YouTube video of the okay. clip because you've already seen Good. it. Good. I've already seen this YouTube video about <laughs> tiny teeth. No. Wrong. Okay. Oh, Let's wait. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Okay. So, you remember where Hiccup goes and he sees all of the terrible terrors and they're, like, fighting over fish? Mm -hmm. yeah. I think that's where this is from. No, it's not. <laughs> This terrible this terror has the same has the same coloring as the as the images that we were looking at. I, I mean, yes, that is the set that they took a photo of and then photoshopped a completely random dragon with photoshopped fire in, and then some some weirdo was like, "Let's give him teeth." But you can in that screenshot that you just posted. You can see his tiny little teeth in his mouth. If you zoom in. The one that Caitlin just posted. Zoom in real I'm close. I'm fully zoomed zoom, here and yeah. I see nothing. 
there's little teeth. Top or in bottom? His mouth. On the bottom, it's like a little oh, white no. line of teeth. If you said top, I'd be like, oh, maybe, maybe. What is that? There's Not a scene bottom. where he goes and he sees the terrible terrors and they're like playing with the fish. That's in the first movie, isn't it? I'm not going crazy. Because yeah, that's yeah. where they discovered that the dragons can blow up from the inside. Yeah. That. Oh, by yes. the way, that's from the book. But anyway, who cares about that? Um, <laughs> teeth. They have teeth. Anyway, speaking of the book. All right. If you're still listening, I've probably just cut out about five minutes of my co-host going full investigative journalist <laughs> on a bunch of terrible terror screenshots, <laughs> which we'll see how much of that stays in the episode. Not going to lie. I'm still doing it. <laughs> oh, I believe you. Team T. Okay, but I do have to post this. Um, so I'm trying to reverse image search, and one of the results is, this is real, not fake, and not a troll. I saw a real dragon flying in the sky just after sunset. <laughs> Could have been Mothman. So. Cryptids. Also, Google thinks that uh, Terrible Terror is a Pokemon. We've come full circle. Right. Who would voice the Terrible Terror? Ryan Reynolds. Probably. (laughs) (laughs) All right. No, I think whoever voices Hiccup should also voice the terrible terror. So just with like a really bad fake accent. Yeah. So if they had Jay do it, then it would be just like Jay talking normally. And then Jay talking in a falsetto. Yeah. Jay can do his young child voice. And (laughs) that can be terrible terror. If you don't get that reference. You're not. You're a, a fan. bad fan. <laughs> Just kidding. All right. I'm Speaking, not. Okay. Moving away from deep controversies to something that we can probably all agree on. These people in this book are really trying to banish their kids. Like literally every single coming of age test. It's like you pass or we send you away forever. Over and over and over again. Like how does this tribe have anyone left? They probably reproduce the same way bunnies do. I mean, they also banished all the people who objected. So these are like the pro-banish people, right? Oh, true. Yeah. They just have a lot of kids. So then, you know, 90% of your kids get banished. Hey, that still leaves two kids. And then there's the chief who's like, okay, one kid. One and done. I, I like Let's how, do this. I how Stoic was like... um, you know, he felt kind of bad about banishing Hiccup a little bit, just a little bit. And was like, I'm going to undo it. I'm going to unbanish him. And then, because I feel so bad about it, and, and you know, I'm, I'm crumbling my moral standards to banishing people or, or disintegrating, I will then banish myself. He did that. <laughs> I respect He did Stoic. that. He did that. Oh, Stoic. I mean, he didn't actually banish himself. But he also didn't banish Hiccup. So everyone everyone won in this book. No one got banished. Favorite problematic fave. How many dragons died? A lot. Way more than in the films. Wait, remind me when they died. I'm drawing a blank here. What? The two <laughs> big facetious. ones? The two big oh. ones? I'm so <laughs> mad I tossed a fork. <laughs> so wow. two dragons died in the book. And countless dragons died in the movies. Oh, no, no, no. Not just two. 
I recorded when the first dragon dies, and it's in chapter three. Okay. So there are at least three dragons that die. And the first one is just like random. It's like when they're escaping and a oh, dragon from dies. From the cave? I forget I forget how it dies, but I was like, wow. Like we're not even we're we're at the beginning still and already death. This is more violent than the films. Drago Bloodfist ain't got nothing on a couple dragons in a cave. They <laughs> did kill one dragon on page thirty two because some dragons attached them. Attacked them. Attached them. <laughs> I make that typo a lot. I've never actually verbally made that typo. <laughs> this episode is about reading, not about speaking. Good. Yeah. So, so speaking of, since I'm going back to the part where uh, they capture their dragons, I've got a conspiracy theory here, except I don't think it's a conspiracy theory. I think it's true. So the part where they are expected to get to the location where all of the dragons hang out and then steal one of them and take it away, and then they are bonded with that dragon forever. Reminded me of a movie which came out after this book was published. That movie is James Cameron's Avatar, where they they scale the cliff, they jump on the back of the big flying monster, and then they attach their braid thingy to its braid thingy, thus making them permanent soulmates. Wait, weren't the braids used for, like, sexual activities? Yeah, what? we're not going there. So, <laughs> we're not going there. <laughs> Wait, I missed that part. I was going to say, isn't that like their mating thing? Yeah. Um, yeah. There are a lot of things we could talk about with Avatar, but I'm going to just talk about this one thing, and that is that James Cameron stole his idea from this book. I Boom. mean, he stole a lot of that movie from other movies, so I wouldn't it's be It's literally surprised. Pocahontas in space. <laughs> I mean, that movie has this, like, sh- I don't want to... There are some shot by shot things that are like kind of had a strange dragony just a little the fact so, that like, any of you can remember any plot point from james cameron's avatar at all absolutely blows my mind the thing about that movie plot. is my mom really really likes it there's that whole thing where in their native language what they end up saying to each other is i see you and that means like i see who you my mom will just be like i see you jake just randomly <laughs> <laughs> I just thought it was funny because most of that movie was like CGI and everybody was freaking out. They're like, oh my god, it was so good. The graphics and the animation and then people freak out about watching animated movies. I'm like, half of that movie was technically an animated movie. So Yeah, that's true. Don't be yeah. so elitist. Just what because movie something is- isn't animated these days. It's true, though. True. Detective Pikachu, fully live action, <laughs> oh my I bet. Gosh, yes. Oh, <laughs> can we? Though I have to say, Detective that Pikachu hair, podcast? that hair, whoa, more than I thought would be there. You didn't think Pikachu's were that fuzzy? I I thought it was more like a a soft fuzz, not like mangy, uh, matted, uh, whatever <laughs> that was. Very tactile. You know, we should have some fuzzy dragons, though. Why are there no fuzzy dragons? Like I mean, you know I, how I would think the dragons would be somehow related to the dinosaurs. And yeah, we know that's that what dinosaurs thinking. were covered with feathers. So That's that's what I was about to say. We totally feathers. deserve some fuzzy dragons. We're talking about a lot of different franchises this week. We are. Definitely. 
Back to these books, though. Oh, speaking of another franchise, just because why not? We're on this trend. We might as well continue it. Um, one sound effect that is used actually several places in this book is P-A-R-P, PARP. It's used as um, a trumpet going off. It's used as, I think, like the archers shooting arrows. Um but if you're at all familiar with hyperbole and a half, then you might already know what I'm talking about here. But the word PARP, I'm always, always going to identify with the funniest webcomic that I have ever read. Like, I, I read this thing years ago. This was, gosh, it was this would have been when I was in high school or middle school. And just, like, I can't, I can't even talk about it because then I'll think about it and then I'll start crying and laughing. But we're going to put a link to it, so. It's definitely worth a read. I cried. Good cry, not bad cry. Tears of joy. Laughter. And I, don't, I don't even want to give any of it away, so, like, just just read it, and you're welcome. Caitlin, I need to ask you about something. Yeah. Because I know you have very strong opinions on different things. You definitely have a strong opinion about fish legs in the movies. Yeah, he sucks. Oh. How do you feel about fish legs in the book? Because um, he, he really does sucks. ruin a lot of stuff, doesn't he? He sucks. Like, he really I just, sucks. I don't really have anything eloquent to say about this matter. Just he sucks. How many problems did fish legs make worse in this book? All, All of them. Of them. <laughs> There's not a single problem that couldn't have been solved by just getting rid of fish legs. Am I being too harsh here? Like, probably, am but I, I don't being care. Unreasonable? He's the worst. Now, I'd like to clarify. I haven't read all the books in this series, so I don't know. Like, I know the overall end game, but I don't know all the little details that happen with all these characters. So, if you're like, "Well, he does this, this, and this," three books from now, I don't know, and you know, not totally relevant to this discussion right now. So maybe Fishlegs is awesome and he has cool moments coming up. Cool. But in this book right here, he just did not help anything at all. I can't name one helpful thing he did in this book. Yeah, pretty much. And if you can think of one, please speak up because I cannot. I can. What did he do? Um, Expose me. All right. I can't believe you don't know this. This is like the biggest thing. Okay. Uh, So like when... Stoic sees Toothless for the first time and it's like, what even is that? Fishlegs is like, oh yeah, who doesn't know what that is? That's a Toothless daydream. And Stoic totally buys it. Oh yeah. <laughs> so he forces a lie that Hiccup now has to carry on for who knows how many books? Yeah, but he 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 makes sure that Hiccup has the respect of his father and that's really yeah but ultimately does that actually help or does it just mean that hiccups gonna have to work that much harder to truly impress his father uh but he has already impressed his father at the end of this book he got unbanned but Uh, did fish legs have anything to do with that he wasn't sent off to die thank goodness Maybe. maybe maybe the only reason why he's covering for hiccup is because he feels bad that he didn't get a dragon and Hiccup literally got so fed up with his whining that he was just like, here, take this one. I'll go back into the friggin' cave. 
and just gave him that dragon and went back and got another one. But it's good he did because he was meant to get that dragon, right? It was fate. Yeah, but it was all fish like probably. (laughs) I don't know what happens in the next books. So, (laughs) book hiccup is a good guy. Who else would sacrifice their father's love, the respect of their village, just to make their friends stop whining? It's a good kid. You know what else is good in this book? That Toothless says cock-a-doodle-doo all the time, apparently. Sure. Like, you know what this moment needs? It just needs me to yell, cock-a-doodle-doo! <laughs> Max, you don't happen to have a rooster sound on your soundboard, do you? If you don't have a rooster sound, then that is a serious oversight, given that <laughs> dragons are related to the mythological basilisk, which, of course, is a toad hatched underneath a chicken. I mean, a rooster. Yeah, punk. Um. Okay, uh, bad news. You don't have a rooster noise. No. But you haven't been I recording can, this whole time. I can, I can play something similar. Surprise me. <laughs> I am surprised. This is the best book club ever. Don't you guys wish that you were actually in a room with us with a bowl of Cheez-Its and some juice boxes talking about this book? Forget the cheese. I want the juice. I know you do. <laughs> Fun fact, Max really likes juice. I know that's what you've been waiting 40 episodes to hear. What kind of juice? Any. What's your favorite juice? No, you can't ask that. <laughs> a real like fan of what juice your favorite child is. would be able to have a favorite. Are you really a fan of juice? I am a juice fan. Do you like actual juice, like apple juice, or do you like fake juice, like fake lemonade Gatorade. fruit punch <laughs> <laughs> ew anything fruit punch flavored is just ugh. wait did you say fake lemonade yeah it's just all yeah sugar. like country time lemonade oh no I like the real stuff okay. the hard what about juice? like the hard Hawaiian juice. Hawaiian punch shit that's not actually juice it's just sugar and food it's coloring. acceptable but I prefer actual, the hard juice. So you if you got a juicer, juice? that was my next question. No, I'm not there yet in juice? my juice adventure. Do you only Would like you? fruit juice? juice journey? <laughs> Do you like vegetable you... juice? Oh, yeah. Um, I've like never carrot, had vegetable juice. Carrot juice. Or um, you've never gone to Jamba Juice? They put vegetables in basically everything now. Oh, okay. Then I've had vegetable juice, but it doesn't really taste like vegetables. Have you ever had a green like smoothie? Because that has vegetables in it. No green. Just fruit. You should try, what's that brand? I can't think of it. That makes the the juices, and they have one that's called Green Machine. I can't think of the brand. You should try like that one. Sounds like expensive millennial bait. Kind of, but it's tasty. I mean, juice is And one time I found a pallet of them at Costco, bait. which was pretty cheap, actually. And then I had juice for a long time. What is it with millennials and fruit? Anyway, Gobber has bulging muscles. Discuss. <laughs> oh, that was um, probably one of the strangest transitions that we've had. 
from here to please to gobber's bulging muscles you didn't even direct us on topic you just directed us right off topic again we (laughs) if gobber's bulging muscles are off topic then i don't want to be on he not only has bulging muscles he's also lobster red with bulging muscles so Mm. he pretty much just looks like Mr. Krabs from... I have a question. <laughs> My fantasy. Is Book Gobber also gay? We don't know enough about Book Gobber, honestly. I need to read on. I want to find Apparently, out. Yeah. Because he's just... I don't know. I mean, that brings up another point, which is that uh, there are no women. So I guess everyone is gay, right? There are women. There's no Stoic women. has a wife. There's one woman. There's Only a mom. the chief gets a wife. Everybody <laughs> else gets a gobber. Everyone, Everyone else, else is gay. Everyone else asexually reproduces. I mean, that would make sense why they have so many people who have um who have been banished, but they don't run out of you know population. Yeah, that is I forgot what I was saying. I don't know how Burke survives, right? Like there are no women and they banish all their children. <laughs> they probably banished all the women, except for the chief's yeah, wife. Yeah, probably. Or she just goes around and has all the kids. I just, I just like don't see how bee. this is sustainable. Well, they're yelling at dragons, so that's got to count for something. The society must not have many flaws. Chili red, bulging muscle gobber is kind of like peak. I'm not sure where to go from here. Okay, would you prefer Bulging Muscle Gobber in the film to other Gobber, actual Gobber in the movie? Actual? Or whatever, you know what I mean? Would you have liked in the movie (laughs) for Gobber to be lobster red and have bulging muscles? No. Or would that be like way too much of a distraction? I'd have to see it. I love movie Gobber. I'd have to see it. One hair it would still be Craig Ferguson, just jacked. (laughs) (laughs) I'd have to see it in Legend of the Bone Napper Dragon, and if it felt right in Legend of the Bone Napper Dragon, then maybe somebody Photoshop bulging muscle gobber. Please, somebody do it. He doesn't need bulging muscles because his heart is his biggest muscle of all. I still want to see it. You know who is the best character, though? It's not Gobber. Old Wrinkly. Yeah. I like Old Wrinkly. Would you rather, do you prefer Old Wrinkly or Gothy? Because I think I I like Old Wrinkly. I can't say a word against Gothy. Like, I can't Gothy's great, but Old Wrinkly's got character. See, their, their naming kind of throws me off sometimes because, like, you wouldn't name your baby Old Wrinkly. But would you name it Wrinkly? <laughs> young Wrinkly. Like, young Wrinkly. Young Wrinkly. <laughs> you have a baby and you're like, damn, this thing's got wrinkles. I'm going to name him Wrinkly. <laughs> At what point does young Wrinkly become old Wrinkly? Like, I don't know. Age cut off? It's, it's like Gothi. She never had like a teenagerhood. She just was like child to like old. So maybe maybe it was like that with old Wrinkly too. Or, or like Stoic the Vast. You didn't look at baby Stoic and go stoic the vast like this I kid's mean, maybe. gonna be but isn't that well, like I mean, a title he, that you earned he earned that title yeah just like 
So did old wrinkly like earn yeah, old? Maybe that was earned too. Wait, old? How do you earn it? Just like I thought wrinkly. <laughs> Which qualifier was the one that was earned? I think I, I think he earned wrinkly. So they just <laughs> named their baby old. Well, I sure. mean they named the baby young and then they changed the name to old. <laughs> they named a baby Snotlout. So anything goes, anything's possible. They're all in in this tribe, for sure. I think Old Wrinkly is actually movie Hiccup. Yeah. So you yep. think That's a bold theory. Hiccup grew up, earned the name Old Wrinkly, and then taught all his kids to kidnap and yell at dragons. <laughs> I think uh, people have forgotten the way, and Old Wrinkly is there to tell them, don't yell at the dragons. Or he just got really senile and doesn't know what's happening anymore. I mean, I wrote my notes. Movie hiccup is old, frankly. So if it's in Max's notes, it's I'm my not notes. sure how one can deny it. Your notes are canon. That and Legend of the Bone Napper. That's it. Speaking of canon, plot twist: Stoic didn't die in this film. Toothless did, except he didn't. Except Toothless died. In the same scene that Stoic died in the film, right? Like it was the same scene with like shooting the boat. Yeah, what's up with that? That's not the scene where Stoic died. That's a Viking funeral. (laughs) I mean, before he was put on the boat, you don't. I mean, (laughs) mean, (laughs) they were they weren't just like, "Hey, Stoic, get on this boat." You know what I meant. Sit down. Okay, let's push him out to sea, boys. Bye. The funeral, yes, yes, the funeral. Toothless's funeral is the same as Stoic's, and he's a dragon. I mean, Toothless is a dragon. Stoic isn't a dragon. As I mean, as far as we know. Imagine if Stoic came back in this movie as a dragon. Imagine if Stoic's funeral, like in the film, right, and then and then he does the same thing Toothless does in the book, where like he, he bursts out of the up. book, bursts <laughs> bursts out of the boat in like a ball of fire and soars across the sky and does this loop de loops and then lands on Hiccup's shoulder and like bows. Okay, and no, then he goes Cock-a-doodle in the water do. before he, before all of that. He goes through the water. Just want to throw that in there. He does not land on Hiccup's shoulder on fire <laughs> wait oh so he was on fire he dips through the water yes I forget. okay you know what i let's just i'm gonna i'm gonna open it up to the page let's just do that okay that whole you should thing. you should read it but instead of saying toothless say stoic <laughs> i want to live this i want to okay. live this here we go don't mess up gotta say stoic every time max do you have any okay, okay this is gonna be rough <laughs> Okay, I'll look. Yeah, play the the sad the sad music. Oh, that's a little loud. Gotta get a little quieter. Also, I'm not sure that's quite the jam. It's it says it's called downbeat loop, and I was like, well, downbeat sounds sad. That sounds like sex music. I think I think it was. Wait, no, was this the sex music? (laughs) That's the sex music. Okay. Okay. Do you have sad violin music? Yeah, no, I don't have any good music. We can add it in post. Okay. Mm, okay, we'll add it in post. Here we go. <clears throat> Gotta clear the smoke out of my throat <laughs> from the fire. Okay. The boat tipped and Stoic's shield and the tooth fell into the water. 
just as the last piece of the boat was about to slip beneath the waves to be consumed by fire and water, the flames reared up about 20 feet into the sky, and, shooting out of those flames, wings spread wide like a phoenix, trailing fire from his tail like a a comet, came stoic. (laughs) He soared high, high, high into the stars. Leaving a path of flame as he flew. He dived down, down, down toward the sea and swooped up at the last minute to cries of wonder from the spectators. Hiccup was anxious that he might be in pain until Stoic zoomed low enough over his head for Hiccup to hear the little Viking's rooster cry of triumph. Whatever Stoic's faults may have been, you have to admire his sense of occasion. Common or garden Vikings are not normally known for their spectacular flying skills, but even a common or garden Viking on fire is a spectacle in itself. Stoic burned. <laughs> Stoic burned to the night sky like a live firework performing screaming fiery somersaults. before we're expecting to mourn the deaths of both Stoic and possibly Hiccup, were now beside themselves, hysterically cheering at Stoic, showered them with sparks. <laughs> at last, the fire got too hot for him, and Stoic plunged into the sea to extinguish himself, only to burst out again and fly straight to Hiccup's shoulder. There he acknowledged the wild applause with the solemn bows to right and left, slightly spoiling his dignity with the odd cock-a-doodle-doo of smug self-congratulation. The end. Beautiful. Amazing. That's everything I ever wanted. I don't know how I made How dare you change that script? How dare you change that script? I think DreamWorks messed up. They could have gone with that. Please make this a short film. Uh, I need to, like, tissue. I need to wipe my eyes i'm crying (laughs) it was just that beautiful this whole book (sighs) was just beautiful between it was fun gobbers bulging muscles stoic taking flight it was just full of fun moments and definitely inspiring scenes that made the franchise come to life that's for sure it's got some really great reviews too it does oh yes let's dive into some of those reviews because i mean obviously this book was written for children i wish that i had had it when i was a kid so let's hear from some actual children who reviewed this book i found some reviews for this book on scholastic.co.uk these are all from 2012 2013 so you know prime dragon moment back then Let Should we start with a up. negative first? Like go from from a worst to best kind of a little bit. Yeah, negative to positive. Cuz there is there is a negative review which is fair. Criticism is welcome from everyone, but only 2 stars out of 5. This person said, "Not for me. I don't really like this book." Ugh. Opinions they're so hard to stomach sometimes. Mm. But we all have them. 
And at Who the is same this time, you know, child? I can't argue with that. There's literally nothing in that review that I can argue with. So, you know, you... It's very fair. It's very fair. I can't argue with their icon. It's a cute bat. It is a really it is. cute bat. Um, there's also one other review that's not quite so positive, And that one is okay-ish book. Hey, sometimes opinions can hurt, but it's just that an opinion. It's fair. The reviews do get a little longer and um, people get a little more excited. There is one more, though, that's not a positive review. Um, It's not a negative review. It's just not a positive review. And I also have a feeling that this person is a parent just because of, you know, grammar. Um, if you've watched the film, don't be fooled. The book and film are very different. It's almost like they listened to our podcast episode, guys. Oh my gosh. Time Travelers from 2014. They came to here and then listened and then went back. It's Thank you for listening. To the people of the past. I was fooled. I, I think thought they were identical. My favorite review is the one where they said I couldn't put the book down it's about a boy called hiccup who his dad is a hero type thing who kills dragons and hiccup wanted to be one too hiccup realizes that the dragons are really sweet and he saves them hiccup wanted to be one too that's true I'm like 90% sure that this kid probably had to do a book report on a book and then they <laughs> watched the saw movie. that there was a sticker that said that there's a movie. They watched the movie and this is probably what they wrote in their book review to their teacher. Just a guess, but... Not not trying to call anybody out, but not really what happened Child from 2013 who is now five years older and hopefully five years wiser and knows that you at least have to read the Wikipedia article before... You turn in your yep. essay. At least go to Spark Notes, buddy. All right. Max, I'd like you to read the one that has the owl icon on it from 2014. I think you'd really deliver this well. Toothless is totally my favorite character. He is so cute. Toothless daydream, indeed. 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 I feel like that also is probably apparent just based on grammar. Yeah. Toothless daydream, comma. Indeed. Indeed. Exclamation point. <laughs> That's adult lingo. That's not child lingo. That is. I, I did not use the word indeed until I was at least 18. <laughs> You're not allowed to legally. They'll come for you. Nor did I use the comma. No, it's it's a gift that you receive on your 18th birthday. You are now free to use the comma. Honestly, though, that's how semicolons work. You can't use semicolons until you've been college educated. You can't use them correctly, probably. You can't you use, them. can't use uh, them. I mean, most people after college can't use them either. I mean, correctly, but you're not allowed to use them at any point until you college. Use them as a winky face when you don't want to actually go into the emoji menu. True, that's acceptable. That's what they're for. Exactly. All right, Book. do the next one, Max. Hiccup is amazing! Exclamation point! Exclamation point! Exclamation point! Exclamation point! Wait, I gotta count this. Exclamation point, exclamation point, <laughs> exclamation point, 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 exclamation point. Wait, I'm almost, I'm only halfway done. Just like double that. Whoever doesn't like this book is weird. So weird. 
That means that reviewer number one who gave it two out of five stars, weird. Take that, reviewer one. All right, I think there's one more. Brooke, would you like to do the honors? Okay. The last review says, This book was quite easy, but I can't wait to read more about Hiccup and his adventures in Burke. You know that's a child. You absolutely know that's a child. And you know it's a child because of the but. This book was quite easy, but it's like, (laughs) oh, I only read the difficult books. Remember when you were like that? I do. Oh, yeah. That was bad. This book was apparently quite easy. Too easy. But there's audiobooks now, so. Even easier. Even easier. Who who even reads an easy book these days? You gotta read hard books. If you're not reading... Hard shoes and hard books. If you're not reading The Odyssey, what are you even doing in second grade? All right. This has been our attempt to discuss How to Train Your Dragon by Cressida Cow. I hope that our conversation lived up to at least a portion of your expectations. I know you guys have wanted this for a long time and we really flew off the handle this week, but when do we not? When do we stay on topic? I don't know. I don't think we've ever stayed on topic. (laughs) I don't think so either. Guys, what was your favorite part of the book? Did you guys enjoy the changes that they made in the movies? Do you wish they had stuck to more of the original version? Let us know. Love to hear your thoughts on some of the both funny and serious things we talked about today because there is a lot to discuss. And I look forward to reading through the rest of the books in the future. We'll definitely come back and do more, probably sprinkled here and there within all the upcoming movie action along the way. It's going to be a busy couple months, but we gotcha. Guys, this has been our 40th episode. What? Oh my gosh, Can you believe it? we're done with we're done with our our third season? Fourth season. No, because it's 40. We haven't done the 40s yet. Right? No, up because to 10, up to 20, up to 30. Oh my god, it's our fourth season? Fourth season. Wow. What? I can't believe it. That's nice. We didn't fizzle out after two or three episodes. Can you imagine? Can we can <laughs> I mean, I fizzled, but you all are doing great. Aw, <laughs> thanks. We couldn't have done it without the joy and enthusiasm of our little group here and from our listeners. Guys, we love you so much. Thank you for listening every week. Thank and you. Thank you guys for listening. After all this time, we love hearing from you. And we really do pay attention to what you guys are saying and the comments you're leaving we every once in a while do look at our analytics and see kind of where you guys are listening from just in general and it's so incredible to see that people from over a hundred countries from around the world have listened to our podcast so far and we can't wait to keep going all the way up to the film and beyond with you guys so from the bottom of our hearts thank you guys so much we could have never imagined getting to half of the number of episodes we've been to already so we can't wait to do more with you guys brooke max caitlin anything you'd like to say before we go no <laughs> no <laughs> i don't know what to say i don't have anything to say celine no 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 oh yeah we yeah celine Dion ripped us off <laughs> all right so now that i've given our emotional message just you know meme your way out of here guys what is the big update 
from Canada. Celine Dion listened to our podcast. <laughs> A stretch. And used. <laughs> okay, so here's how it went. She was like, I need a song for my new gender-neutral clothes for tiny humans. And so she listened to our podcast, obviously, and <laughs> came up with Celine Nu Nu Nu. And it's an actual thing. If you go to, I believe it's com, you can find all of the Nu 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 merch that you'd ever need. This is not a brand deal. This is not a sponsor. She literally <laughs> she ripped made us a off. clothing line called Celine Nu Nu. And yeah. if you go to nunu.com, you'll see my personal website. Actually? Wait, really? Hold on. Let me go there right now. Wait, what are we going So, to? oh my God. Okay, wait. If Do you actually have that? Which, which website? Wait, is it Nunu not taken? Nunu.com. Oh, no. No, it is taken. Celinunu.com? Yeah. I was going to say... No, just nunu.com. Max, I was going to say, if you actually had that website, I guarantee that Celine Dion was like, I need this new, new, new website. And they're like, nope, it's already taken. So she had to make <laughs> Celine new, new, new. Oh my gosh. Wait, no, it redirects to new, new, new world.com, which is a kid's <laughs> trendy boutique clothing. No, she literally does own new, new, new. It redirects to her shop. Oh. Or unless she does a line for this new, new, new brand. Because I'm seeing a link to Celine new, new, new on the new, new, new website. Oh, maybe. I think she's just, she didn't even rip us off. This new, new, new kids clothing brand ripped us off. New, new world. I do want to get <laughs> nubless.com. New, 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 new world. Because nubless.com is available. I want it. Well, you better get it before this episode uploads, or else somebody's gonna snatch it. Oh no! Edit that out. (laughs) No, really. So, anyways, I want it. A giant clothing company listened to our podcast and made new, new, new clothing. Apparently, they sell new, new at Nordstrom. This is like a a brand, I think. Can I get like like a shirt with new, new, new on it? If you're a child. I pretty much oh, am. He is. <laughs> <laughs> is that the last bit of shade I'm going to throw at Max for this season? Oh my gosh. You'll find a way, I'm sure. It's so sad. <laughs> All right, guys. We are going to do our typical between season break. We'll be back in December. So, you know, stick around. You'll hear from us very soon. We will have new episodes coming up with all the excitement going into 2019. Um, Unless some dragon news comes out, then I'm sure we'll do a podcast. (sighs) Unless there's some breaking new news that we have to come back for. We've done it before. We'll do it again. (laughs) Guys, we will see you in the holiday season. Brooke, Max, Caitlin, thank you so much. Bye, guys. From our book club to you. Bye-bye.